Welcome to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander. Get Your Barbecue On is a show for backyard cooks looking for tips and insight into barbecuing, grilling, entertaining, and enjoying themselves outside with delicious food. Each week, we'll share some barbecuing and grilling tips, techniques, recipes, and a few pitmaster secrets you just have to know. Every show will feature fun, interesting, and informative guests, and will also answer listener questions. Please send your questions to getyourbbqon at gmail.com or visit our website at kenshardwoodbbq.com and click radio show. All right, welcome to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander, the podcast. My normal co-host, the doctor, Dr. Andre Jones, he's still taking a little time and he'll be back next week, but uh, I am honored and blessed to have Soul Man G here (laughs) in the studio. Appreciate it, Ken. It's good to always be here with you. Thank you very much, old man G. Yes, sir. We have a great show planned today. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about smoking butts. Smoking some pork butts. <laughs> oh, all right. But, okay. Okay. You had me going for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be talking about smoking pork butts today and, and how to get that down to the some so perfect pulled pork. Mm, that's delicious. <laughs> yeah. And we have a great guest coming on Ooh. at the second part of the show. Tell me, tell me, who is he? We have Shannon Robert. He is the founder. And he's one of the uh, the operators. He's on the board of the Hush Social Club. Well, God bless him. Yeah, and, and Hush is... Uh, supposed to be opening here soon and he's gonna be here talking to us about her social club and mm-hmm. he has a lot of other business interests in tucson and and he's been around here a while he's done a lot of a lot of things here around tucson so it's going to be a great conversation with shannon all right i'm looking forward to this so i just ask our listeners just to hang in there and uh it's it's you will really enjoy it excellent excellent i'm looking forward to it but in the meantime what's that we need to talk about pork butts. Pork butts. Pork butts. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. We're gonna talk about pork butts. See, I love me a good pork butt. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I've noticed since we opened the restaurant and mm-hmm. we started with the food truck that there's a lot of folks in Tucson love some pork. Oh boy, you ain't lying. Right, and the thing is, the pulled pork is comes from the pork butt. The pork butt. If you prepare that pork butt the correct way you can just take it and you can just pull it apart mm-hmm. and and you're gonna have some pretty savory mm. delicious pulled mm. pork oh i know that's right <laughs> all right Ooh. so the thing is that the name pork butt is a little deceptive it is yeah so what part of the pig do you think you where's the pork butt located on the pig well i would assume it would be near its uh near its butt yeah, like the hind quarter of the pork. If it, if the pig, it would the not be its butt, I would <laughs> yeah. assume. Well. It's uh, not. You're it telling is, me it's not. It is not. Well, why would they call it a butt then? You know, that is what I have not yet figured out. How's <laughs> <laughs> that right? Why you call it a butt? Well, the, the butt of the pig or the hind quarter of the pig, that's typically the ham. And that's now, that where the ham, sense. the ham comes from, the butt of the pig. You're right. That's true. Now, the pork butt, or a lot of times if it's referred to as a shoulder butt, it basically comes from the foreleg of the hog or the pig. So it's not from the rear at all. It's from the no, front. No, no, it's from the front, the front shoulder. And so the lower part of the foreleg is the pork shoulder, mm-hmm. and that muscle right above mm. the shoulder is what is referred to as the pork butt. Well, I'll be darned. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how more confusing and deceptive can you possibly be? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know mm. who was sitting around drawing the lining <laughs> on the pig and said, okay, so this this is the shoulder, this is the ham, and then, okay, yeah. Let's make that part right there the pork we butt. Call it the pork We're going to call it the pork butt or the Boston butt mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, that's where it comes from, the pig. It's right over the foreleg. It's the muscle that's right over the shoulder, and that's where the pork butt comes from. Yeah, so where do you buy them? It, it is a very commonly found piece of meat, mm-hmm. roast. Mm-hmm. So you can find it in any local grocery store, mm-hmm. it's easy to find, or your local meat market, it's easy to find a pork butt. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times they have them on sale quite a bit of the time. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know where to find it, you know where it comes from the pig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about prepping it. Ooh. Now, if you watch barbecue competitions, a lot of times they do compete with the pork butt or the pork shoulder. Oh, and, yeah. and there are different ways to prepare it. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about prepping the pork butt right now. Okay. So you just pull it out of the package. We're going to have that pork butt sitting there, mm-hmm. put it in a little pan. Oh, okay. And we're going to decide whether we should do this beforehand, mm-hmm. whether you want to inject it or not. A lot of the competitions, they'll take and they'll inject it. I know you are a proponent of apple juice and stuff like that. So. Aww. Yeah, so you can, like, inject it. You could come up with, if you want to inject it. I don't inject my pork butts. Mm. But, so you can inject your pork butt Mm -hmm. if you like. And as I watch some of the competitions, they like to inject their pork butts and get some flavor deep Mm. in there. I'm more of a rub guy. I feel you on that. I would say prepare a rub Mm -hmm. based on whatever taste profile you want. Whatever you like for pork. We have our... Ken's Hardwood Barbecue Rub that we mm, use, that we mm. make, homemade rub that we use on our pork butts. Good we stuff. also add some kosher salt and some cracked black pepper. Mm. We'll add that on our pork butt too. Mm-hmm. And we'll rub it down. And so you could season it mm-hmm. and just cook it right there, or you could season it and let it sit overnight. Now, let's say if you are going to inject it, what is the best marinade or what thing would other than let's say apple juice could you possibly use to inject a pork butt with well it just depends on what kind of flavor profile what kind of flavors are you trying to layer into the pork Mm -hmm. a lot of times people like to have some type of sweet thing you know sweet type of flavor profile and they like to use brown sugar and pineapple and all these kinds of things that they could do that you could inject into that pork butt. Mm-hmm. Different flavors like that, or you know, you can just come up with your own kind of. But again, it's just based on your preference and what flavor profile that you're trying to achieve with pork. Right, right, right. And a lot of times cooking is all about layering those flavors. I agree, totally. Right, so you have a, you could inject and then you rub. So you could rub. You could even just, a lot of people just go with cracked black pepper and kosher salt or something like yeah, that. Yeah, keep it simple. And, and keep it simple. So it, it's totally up to you. Mm-hmm. But we like to use our rub, which is more, has more of a, like our barbecue your rub, the same rub we use on our ribs, we mm-hmm. use on our pork butts. Delicious. All right, so. So we have a rub. Right, right. We're going to rub it down. Rub it down. Rub it down. Mm-hmm. We could let it sit overnight, sit uh-huh. over a pan. We could cover it and let it sit overnight, and then the next day it'd be ready for cooking. Ooh-wee. So now, one other thing. We've talked about the spritz. The spritz. The spritz. That's the spray bottle. That's the stuff we put oh, in the spray yes. bottle, and the as spritz. it's cooking, we're going to spray the meat right. with this flavor, with this flavor, and again- uh, people like start, especially with pork, they'll have some apple juice and some other types of flavors mm-hmm. that they want to basically layer into that pork, mm-hmm. you know, this flavor profile. So one of the other things is that a lot of people, and we haven't talked about this hmm. on the show, and, right. and that's mopping. Mopping. Right. So I'm sure you've been into the barbecue aisle where you see barbecue tools and you'll see the little stick with the little mop on it. I saw that. Right. Well, a lot of folks will create some type of flavor or this mop, Mm -hmm. what they call it, this mopping sauce, and they just dip it. And and as they check on the pork Mm -hmm. and look at it, every so often they'll go in and they'll just mop that whole thing. They just take it and and just put all that on. Just saturate that whole saturate that pork butt. Yeah. With that, all you know, that flavor, with all that flavor yeah. they created in that mop, and so 
And then you would do that every so often as the pork butts, maybe a couple hours as the pork butts cooking. You go in there and hit it with that mop and hit it with those flavors. Makes just, sense. Yeah, it keeps it moist, keeps it, and you put those flavors in. So we're talking about we're going to, you can inject, rub, and you have your mop. Or don't inject, but like I do, I rub it, and then you know you have the spritz right there. Spritz. Spritz or the mop. And the you spritz, you say, up. what, from another episode, you said that the spritz could be infused Yes, in a with, spray bottle. So you can infuse it with whatever flavors you want. Like to. rosemary and thyme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could do that. Or you could put, if you wanted, whatever flavors you want to get on this pork or whatever your favorite spices are. I mean, you could just take it. You could let it. Like, if you have some dried seasonings mm-hmm. or you have some, uh, say you've got thyme or seasonings similar to that. Mm-hmm. You could just take those and you could just let them sit in hot water and just infuse them in that water. Mm-hmm. You could strain it and then you put those flavors in the bottle. Very important to strain. Right. Because you don't want to clog up the little sprayer. That just makes sense. And so you could either spray or you can mop. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about all the straining. Right. You just pull them as much as out as you can and as you mop it, just put it on. Good deal. And some people like would like to have some type of barbecue. Some people do barbecue flavoring or whatever in this mop that they have. And they just hit it with that mop. Okay. Right, right. Now, we're talking about cooking. Mm-hmm. So how do we set up our grill? Yeah, yeah. How do we? Our smoker. So, right. again, this is, we're barbecuing. Mm-hmm. And this is low and slow. Low and slow. And so we're going to go with indirect heat. So you're going to set up your grill mm-hmm. for indirect heat. All again, right. if you have a pellet grill or you have an egg a lot of the other types of grills that uh you know those stand-up smokers or with that that are heated by the pellet or they're electric or they typically are already indirect so you don't have to worry about this but if you have a gas grill then you want to set it up Mm -hmm. for indirect cooking okay right and so we're going to cook at 225 degrees Mm -hmm. and we're going to cook the meat for it's going to be about five hours but as i always say so there's two temperatures we look at the temperature of the temperature that we're cooking and that's going to be 225 right now the temperature that we're trying to reach the internal temperature of the meat Mm -hmm. that we're trying to reach Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is going to be between 195 degrees and 205 degrees okay all right now the thing is that pork is ready uh, like a roast that way, mm-hmm. you know, is ready at 145 degrees. Right. But why are we going to leave it on longer than when it's ready or when it's done enough and it won't get you sick or whatever? So pork's done at 145 mm-hmm. and you can eat it safely at 145. Right, right. But we're trying to reach a tenderness point right. where we can pull it. Okay. Because we're trying to get pulled pork. Right. And so... When it gets to 195 to 205, it'll be easy to take it and take your hands and just shred that pulled pork Ooh. apart, and it's going to make some really great sandwich. I like that. Right. Now, one other thing is that, so we're trying to get 195. It'll take about five hours, but you need your handy-dandy, trusty meat thermometer oh, yeah. to know when you reach in the right temperature. Right, but right. the other thing is a lot of people within the last couple hours they will wrap. And so they will take the pork butt off the grill at that time Mm -hmm. and they will wrap it in aluminum foil or they'll wrap it in like butcher paper or something like that. I get you. So you don't do it from the very beginning. You just kind of put the meat on the grill as is. Right, right. And then so about three hours in or so, you can take it and then you can wrap it up. And now it's going to cook a little faster. It's going to cook faster when it's wrapped up, but okay. it's going to have the that wood flavor in there mm-hmm. as you as you cook it that way. So you're going to take it off and you're going to wrap it and seal it real good mm-hmm. and seal it real good. And at that time, give it a good mopping or a good spritz. Interesting. You know, you're going to take those flavors, put it in there and then you wrap it up and then you put it in. You put it back on the smoker mm-hmm. until it reaches temperature. All right. So one of the things that I I didn't mention in part of the prep is that you want to put together your little smoker pouch if you have a gas grill. Hmm. Now, if you have pellet grill or you have a charcoal grill or any of those types of grills, Mm -hmm. then you're already using wood and charcoal. But if on your gas grill, 
if you don't already have the little compartment where you can put the wood chips in, mm-hmm. you can create with a heavy duty aluminum foil. You just create a little pouch, mm-hmm. put the wood in there, and you put it on the direct side. The direct, the okay. direct side with direct heat on it, mm-hmm. and then you just slit the hole in the top of it, and then that smoke will come out, and you get that smoke flavor. That's cool, right? And so there you go. Well, and so. Is there it, there's a certain technique that I've seen with like let's say pork roasts and other types of roasts where they would put like a twine around the meat. Do you recommend this? And what is the purpose of doing that, by the way? Well, those are some of those roasts that you're trying to hold together. They can have some beef roast or whatever where they're not just one piece of meat. Mm-hmm. And so what happens oh. is that string or whatever is holding it together Got so it you. can cook. Otherwise, it would fall apart. Mm-hmm. And that's why they string those roasts together. That makes sense. So they'll stay together like that. Okay. Right. right. Okay. So with the pork butt, when it's ready, you want to take it off and let it rest for about 15 minutes. And then from there, if you are going to make pulled pork, mm-hmm. you just start pulling it. Right. And you can make some very delicious sandwiches oh, with that pulled yeah. pork. Right there. I love yeah. that pulled pork. Right, and if you want slices, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna slice the pork, and you want some nice slices of pork, then you don't want to reach one ninety five mm-hmm. or or two or two hundred and five. You want to take it off at uh, a different temperature, mm-hmm. at a lower temperature, and so you will ha- have more consistency for some nice slices of pork. Love it. Right. Against the grain, always. If you're gonna always, it, right? always against the grain. Got you, got you. All right. So that is pork butts. I love pork butts. <laughs> All right. Pork butt 101. Pork butt 101. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time for us to take a break. Hey, we'll be right back. Hey, Tucson, do you have a hankering for some good old down-home cooking? Well, you're in luck. Along with our award-winning barbecue, we have southern fried catfish, mac and cheese, collard greens, fried okra, peach cobbler, sweet potato pie, and much more. 745-4746. That's 745-4746. Or visit our website. Come on down to Ken's Hardwood Barbecue and get your barbecue on. Hey, welcome back to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander, the podcast. I'm here with my co-host today, Soul Man G. Hey, how you doing, Ken? (laughs) I'm doing great, doing great. (laughs) So, Soul Man, it's time for us to answer a listener question. Hey, it's that time of the show. All right. right, Let me dig in the mail patch here. What we got? What we got? Ah, we have Janet from Tucson, actually. Oh, from Tucson. Say hey from my favorite hometown. Janet asks, what is a good side dish to go with smoked turkey? Hmm, smoked turkey. Now, you know, this is the holiday for turkey. So she's asking a very good question. Yeah, we've been talking about turkey the last couple of shows. But Janet, I would say, you know, smoked turkey, like roasted turkey, like fried turkey. I would say for this time of year, I would go with the same traditional mm-hmm. sides for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that would just be your dressing. It would be uh, whatever you typically do for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And and it wouldn't hurt to have some cranberry sauce there and, and make some gravy. <laughs> right you know? So I would say dressing, mashed potatoes, gravy, cranberry sauce, so and whatever. Let me ask you, because this is a big question. Is it dressing? Or is it stuffing? And is there a difference? Well, being a barbecue guy, uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm just going to like tackle this question. All right. Now. But, you know, one of the things a lot of people would prepare a dressing mm-hmm. and they would take it and they would stuff it in the turkey. So stuffing derives from the fact that you're putting all that dressing in theory into the and, turkey. Right. It's So it's a turkey stuffing. stuffing. So what you do is you put this stuff together, you put this dressing together, and you take it and actually, and if you're going to cook your stuffing in the turkey, it's gonna take, your turkey's gonna take longer to cook Mm -hmm. because that cavity is not hollow anymore. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is when you take it and you stuff it in there, 
And so your take your turkey takes longer to cook. Mm-hmm. And also you want to make sure you pack it loosely. Mm-hmm. You don't want to pack it tight. You want to pack it loosely and put it in there so the turkey gets done and and everything reaches the right temperature. Because okay. once that stuffing goes in that bird, mm-hmm. that stuffing needs to reach 165 degree, degrees for 15 seconds in order for it to be done and not to cause harm to anybody who's eating it. So that's why a lot of people don't stuff the turkey. Mm -hmm. They'll just make the dressing in a pan on the side Mm -hmm. and they'll use the drippings from the turkey when they make their stuffing. That makes a lot of sense. So, but that's the difference between stuffing and dressing is really the same thing. It's just one you put inside the turkey, one you cook it separately definition inside the turkey it's stuffing outside the turkey it's dressing there you go all right well janet from tucson there is your answer of a good side dish to go along with uh, all that turkey that you're cooking this holiday season yeah good side dish and uh, my recommendation is don't stuff it in the turkey cook it in a pan separately (laughs) sounds good to me great advice ken all right all right well it's time it's that time again for us to take a break but when we come back we're going to be talking to shannon roberts shannon is one of the board members he's one of the founders of the hush social club and shannon has been doing a lot of great things around tucson so it's going to be a great conversation so we'll be right back octavia media wishes each and every one of you happy holidays and plenty of cheers we roll out of 2020 and roll into the new year octavia media is a black-owned business dedicated to bringing its clients the best in video marketing social media consulting and web advertising Come check us out at www.octaviamedia.com for more information. Octavia Media, where you will be seen, be known, and be the expert. Hey, welcome back to Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander, the podcast. I'm here with my co-host today, Soul Man G. Welcome back, everybody. And we are here with our special guest today. I mean, we got a guy that's been around Tucson a while, done a lot of stuff here. We're here with Shannon Roberts. He's the founder. He is one of the managers, presently one of the managers, and he's one of the board members for Hush Social Club. And and he's going to share that whole Hush story with us, along with you know some of his other uh, achievements around Tucson. Shannon, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me here. It, it is definitely a pleasure, mm-hmm. Shannon. Now, I met you quite some time ago, man, and because uh, you seem to have, you know, doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, as far as like just as an entrepreneur around Tucson. And uh, how did you get to Tucson? What, what should we do? Were you born here? How, where are you from, Shannon? That's a good question. Everybody asks me the same question because I'm always all over the place. Uh, but Tucson <laughs> is home. I mean, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Sugar Hill native. I'm born and raised Sugar oh, Hill. Wow. Sugar Hill. Yeah. Hey. Man, we've had a lot of we've had quite a few Sugar Hill we folks have. on the show, man. I don't know what that's all about, but yeah, it's a yeah. place to be in Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now we recently had Sadie Hawkins, Sadie Shaw on the show. She's another Sugar Hill, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and she talked about it and and the love. And we talked about you know the Dial and Lincoln Center is over there. It used to be the Northwest Center. Absolutely. So, right. So uh, you grew up here in Tucson. Where'd you go to school? Well, uh, high school is Catalina High School, so oh. you know I'm a yeah. I said I'm, I'm a Trojan <laughs> for life. So <laughs> yeah, Trojan for life. Class of '93, right? Class go. of '93. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, I know you spent a lot of time working for the Tucson Unified School District. Absolutely, uh, nine years. Yeah. Well, so what did you do when you were at the district? Well, you know, it's really interesting, Ken. I I went to uh, Tucson Unified. The way I even got there was interesting. Uh, I went as an EEO compliance officer and then oh, later okay. became an HR director there. So, mm-hmm. uh, But I tell everybody my journey to even get to TUSD was unique in itself. Uh, just working out at the gym with uh, Larry Haynes. And, you know, most of us know Larry Haynes. Right, right. You I know, know Larry Haynes. Yeah. yeah, I just working out at the gym. And he says, hey, you know, uh, we have a position for EEO officer. You, you ought to apply. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, you know, that's, that's just not for me. Yeah. 
And so I met with uh, Dr. Fagan, and she says, hey, you know, I could really use you. Somebody yeah. come and shake some things up. And I said, well, I'm good at shaking things up. And <laughs> so, the rest was history. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you say you were there for nine years. So did you go to the U of A? Where'd you go to school? You know, it's really funny. I went to school, uh, started off at Georgia State. I was military. Wow. So, yeah, I, I started off there in my undergrad. And, you know, I, I started taking my classes on post. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I was overseas for, for Bright Star, different trainings, it was a school that would follow military. So... Most of my education has been like distant learning, so. Okay, so what branch of the service were you in? Army. All right, thank you for your service. Hey, thank you. Right, right, right. So you you enlisted in the Army right out of high school? Right oh. out of high school, yeah. It took me about a year out of high school to figure out what I wanted to do, mm -hmm. and uh, you know. I, I know what, that feeling. Yeah, you know, you, you think you have it figured out, but right <laughs> when you get to that time to walk that cap and gown it's like man i, I don't want to do this i'm just not a candidate for school so right 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 the army it was yeah i mean we take those different paths but you know you you still get there you end up with your degree you get a job and so you work for tucson unified school district you said for nine years so what did you do after that you know after that i, I started thinking about you know well while i was in tusd I started thinking about, you know, this this whole bricks and mortar thing. I don't know how much I can do this. Yeah, yeah. Working yeah. for somebody else coming in, punching the clock. So I started looking at other opportunities and mm -hmm. you know, I met up with a really good friend in Phoenix and and, yeah. and she's a a real good entrepreneur and turned me on to some other things and mm -hmm. I dabbled into into the call centers for a little bit. And, wow. You know, I thought, wow, this is good. So but just to commute to Phoenix a little far. So I thought about right. looking at the opportunities here and I started you know barbershops uh buying some real estate and yeah just found working for myself to uh -huh. be uh much more advantageous in every aspect <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I mean I mean that's a great thing working for yourself uh, and then you know and, and also you know you're doing some things you create jobs and that kind of stuff and I mean that's that's one of the things that I feel that as being African-American, that if you really want to help the community, that's one of the things you can do is start a business, create jobs, create. I mean, I think that's an important thing. Mm -hmm. And sounds like you've been doing a lot of that. I know, yeah, I've seen you. I, I remember you had the barbershop on 22nd Street. You owned the property over there. And, Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, so you, you've done a lot around here, man. You've been a business guy in Tucson for a while. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> you know, my mom used to always tell me, you know, surround yourselves around people who know a lot about uh, one thing and you know a little bit about everything. Yeah. So I try to incorporate that model into, you know, every day. You know, I don't know everything, but I know just enough about each thing I want to know, just mm -hmm. enough to be dangerous. I mean, if you run a business, whatever, you don't always want to be, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. That's right. I mean, if you're bringing somebody in to help you there and help you in this area, you really want them to be like an expert in doing that. Mm -hmm. You know enough about it to make sure everything is running smooth and, and, and that you can recognize when things are going wrong. But you want to get good people. Absolutely. You know, and that's, I think that's important is, you know, I think a lot of times we as business owners get ourselves into trouble when we try to know everything, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why we have subject matter experts that right, know a lot right. about that particular subject. And, you know, just you just kind of draw off of it and, and, and go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So before we get to Hush, man, you've done a lot of stuff. I know you were like flying around the country here just a little <laughs> while ago. That's right. Yes, oh. I was. I was, you know, in the airline industry is one of the regional uh, managers there. You know, I, I guess I've been fortunate, man, because when uh, COVID hit, you know, that's mm -hmm. one of the things first uh, industries were impacted was what the airline and aviation wow, industry, yeah. right? And, mm -hmm. So, you know, I was lucky. I thought, well, you know, it's time to get back home. I don't have enough break. Enough play time, but I mean, as soon as I touched down, you know, I was approached with uh, taking a role as a CEO for the diaper bank. And so I'm like, oh, do I really want to do this? Well, <laughs> that's where I'm at now, you know, between there and us. So. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, but that's what happens when you like build that. I always say, you know, you build that skill set. Yes. And then you have options. Absolutely. That's yeah. what it's all about. You know, options, man. Yeah. That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, Tell us a little bit about Hush. When did you guys start Hush? Or when did you really feel this need for 
a hush? So good question. I wouldn't say I felt the need for hush more than my mother felt the need for hush. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> tell, 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 your mom. So yeah, you know how it is. Mom, mom say, look, let's do and you do, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> Even though right. you don't want to, it's like, hey, you're sitting there at the table disgruntled, but like you're still going to do it, right? right. So, uh, yeah, you know, so, you know, when we were looking at uh, what we had to offer the black community here in town at the time, we were in the process of losing the bro Brummo. Right, right, right. Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we lost the bro, the VFW, absolutely. The so it left us nothing that we owned in in the realm of uh, you know a club. Or and when you say we, you're talking about the African American community. Yeah, absolutely, right, right. absolutely. We had nothing that was ours any longer. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we sat at the table, my mom and I, and she says, you know, I think we ought to just do this. Mm-hmm. And my response was, what do you mean, we? You mean me? So we, you got a mouse in your pocket? What's going yeah, on? You know, and, but you know, mom, and you've met, you know who yeah, she is. Yeah, no, I met your mom. I know who she is. Yes, yes. So, you know, we sat around and I thought, well, you know, we're going to really do this. Uh, we need to to get some people that are going to support us and, and help with this. Because it's bigger than just me. You know, it's, right, it's, not a, right. it's not a team of I, you know, it's a team of we. So, uh mm-hmm. Reached out to Sam Brown, you know. Right, all, right, yeah. Sam. Yeah. Oh, Sam. Him and uh, Yvette Sykes. And I said, look, I, I need some people that's going to help me put this together that mm-hmm. are committed. Right, right, so, right. So, you some, know. Some people are willing to do some work Absolutely, you. yeah. So we had a nice strong board in the beginning, but you know how it is when the work comes. Yeah. People go away. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So we've been we've we've had to go back and rebuild that board. But that's, that's how it all started, just sitting at the dinner table and mm-hmm. talking about what we need is in the community. So, and, and there was Hush. Yeah, yeah. So you guys decided and you found a spot right over there, Wilmot and 22nd Street. Absolutely. That was our first uh, location, uh, 22nd and Wilmot. Yeah. Uh, we walked in and I, let me tell you, orange walls with golden yellow trim. <laughs> and that old casino carpet with dreadlocks. Oh, so it took us some work to goodness. get it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it took some yeah. work to get it all together. And, it and did. It, it did. It took some work and a team to get yeah. it together. But, you know, man, I, I, but I know, because I used to go to Hush, man, you guys had some really dedicated folks to that, that would come to Hush, man. And that's yeah. a beautiful part. You that's know. a beautiful part. Yes, and I, yes. You know, some of my dear friends or some of those folks that just, you know, come Friday nights for sure, they were always going to be at Hush. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And, you then, know. And, then, and then, you know, Dr. Sims, God rest Man. her soul, she was like, she had her spot. She had her spot at Hush. She, she had her spot and uh, wasn't afraid to tell you yeah. what she wanted. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was, I think that was heart breaking for all of us i mean just hit us right. all of a sudden it's you know that said uh to that old thing your parents say you're here then gone tomorrow i mean yeah. i would have never expected right. for covid to touch you know hush hush so closely but right. it did you know yeah right. it did yeah yeah she was man she was a a staple she was there and she, she was she, she loved was. it and she was yeah it was it was just you go there and you just love to see Colette, man. It was great. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing I liked about her, she was not afraid mm-hmm. to say what it was. I mean, I could be across the country and I'm getting a call from her. Colette, <laughs> listen, yeah. you need to do this when you get back. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, so. yeah. She was a beautiful person. Man. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm pretty sure when you guys get up and running again, at some point, we're all going to celebrate. We will celebrate her life. We will. We already have plans to make a tribute to Dr. Sims. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, well, it's it's time for us to take a break. We're gonna be right back and we're gonna be talking to Shannon a little bit more about Hush. So uh hang in there, we'll be right back. This is Ken from Ken's Hardwood Barbecue Restaurant, where we have created a blend of barbecue and Southern cooking. We have taken the best barbecue styles and flavors from Texas, Missouri, and the Carolinas. What food has meant to my family is a way to come together and fellowship. We invite you to come and join us. We are located at 5250 East 22nd Street in Tucson at the crossroads of Craycroft and 22nd. Call us at 520-745-4746. Come on down and get your barbecue on. Hey, this is Ken from Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander, the podcast. I'm here with my co-host, 
Soul Man G. That's right. And we're here talking to Shannon Roberts. Mm-hmm. And we're talking to Shannon about Hush. Let's yeah. let's get right back at it. So Shannon, the business is right over there, 22nd of Wilmot, and then COVID hits. Yes. Yeah, so just kind of like, what they do to you guys? Well, well, you know, along with many other businesses, you know, COVID had a huge impact on Hush. Um, we couldn't operate. You know, yeah, and yeah. and because the way we were licensed with a Series 14 license, we couldn't even do the to-go orders. We couldn't do anything yeah. but keep our doors closed. Wow. Uh, so, you know, it was it was tough for us. And, you know, um, fortunately, we had a little money put away because, you know, our mm-hmm. whole plan was eventually to buy a building. So, uh, you know, the board collaborated. And we decided that this was a time for us to, you know, make a move. And uh mm-hmm. Close up the old location and just kind of wait and see what happened with COVID, and then try to you know hit that reset button and regroup. Right, regroup. And yeah. you said, yeah, the board. You said the Hush is a social club, which is a nonprofit, and you also have uh, oh. uh, which is owned or it's another nonprofit. Oh, right, that? Old Pueblo Social Society. So Old Pueblo is the parent, and Hush falls underneath Old okay. Pueblo. Right? Okay. And old Pueblo, you guys do other things other than hush. If you Absolutely. like charitable things, what what else do you do at old Pueblo? So really, we we do a lot of community driven stuff with uh, old Pueblo. So you know, we do every year. We call a second helping, which is you know we know that the uh, bigger agencies are going to provide for the community during Thanksgiving, but what happens all the other times? You know, right, so right. We typically take the off seasons. You know, previous year we gave 119 brand new bikes to kids who wow. didn't have it. So you know, I just think uh, we we look at ourselves kind of like a DAV or an American Legion. That's kind of how we operate. But you know, we really focus on, you know, the African American community at large. That's beautiful. Yeah, That's so, beautiful. Yeah. So. You guys, uh, you closed up over at Wilmot, but rumor has it that you got a new space. Yeah, well, I'm here to confirm the rumor, Bill. Uh, <laughs> all right. So as my mom said, you know, you get it from the horse's mouth, you get it from the That's horse's right. mouth. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, actually uh, have a new location. It's 2101 South Alvernon, just south of 29th Street. Uh, yeah, it's a bigger space. You know, for those of you, especially the ladies who complain about that one restroom after the men went in there, you <laughs> yeah, know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you have your own space now. So, uh, you wow. Know. So, so that's the old runway when the runway bar and grill used to be right there. Runway spot? bar and grill. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the yeah, old yeah. runway bar and grill. Right, right, yeah. right there on South Avenue, not too far from uh, 22nd Street. Absolutely. Just it's just south of 29. About a mile south of 22nd Street. Right. Just as you pass 29th, you'll see it. So that's great. That's exciting. That's yeah. exciting because you had that small space and then you got a bigger space. Yeah, bigger space. Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you you can relate bigger space, which mm-hmm. means bigger expenses. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're excited. It's a blessing and a curse all the same, but, you know, we're excited. Yeah, so, so how's it been? I mean, so you guys are working over there to get it together and... Day and night, yes, and night. working. Okay. And uh, for those of you that, you know, know how I like to do things, you know, I like to be very, very involved in it, you know, and making sure that we, we have things set up the way that they need to be so that we can function and operate. And, you know, it's about having a good time with, with no drama. So that's really why, you know, we are taking our time to get it done right. Good yeah, I say anybody that knows Shannon knows that you are <laughs> thorough. <laughs> well, and thank you, you. And, you, and that you are really focused on a lot of the the small things. You thank know, you to make things nice. So, Absolutely, right. That's cool. So, where are you in the process of this new building, and uh, when are you planning to open? Very good question. Uh, we are about, I would say, pretty about eighty five percent complete mm-hmm. on uh, mm-hmm. you know. The things that I wanted to make sure that were addressed, um, you know, as you know, with any old building, you got to make sure the bones are good. You got to make right. sure, you know, all the veins and arteries flow correctly. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You know. Absolutely. And so, you know, we've, we've had to really do some things with plumbing and stuff like that to make sure that we, we're ready to go. And um, so, you know, we're probably about two and a half, maybe three weeks out. Okay. So uh, not not far at all, you know, mm-hmm. but... Uh, We've already started hiring and, and, and doing some interviewing and screening. So, you know. And training. Uh. Absolutely. You know that training. You got to make sure they know what they're Absolutely. doing, right? Right, 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 right. So, yeah. Right, right. So, 
say that you know, we don't have any more bar shutdowns or whatever. So what are you guys doing over there to guarantee that, you know, the safety of your, not only your employees, but the patrons of, of Hush? What, are, what kind of things are you planning to do to, so, so people feel safe to come out? So, you know, that's a very, very important question. I'm going to go very important, you know, because we know that we've been personally uh, affected by COVID with one of our members. Right. So, yeah. You know, so what we're doing here is, you know, staying very aware of what's going on at the CDC level, but more importantly, the Pima County uh, Health Department, you know, and, and look at the state level because you can look at the CDC as a whole, but that's more about our country, you know, and I want to focus right here at home. Right. Uh, and make sure that we address those needs. So, you know, we'll be making sure that we do social distancing, right. you know, and, and people will be unfortunately required to wear masks, you mm -hmm. know, and Absolutely. and remain seated. And anytime they, they get up, they'll, they'll need to mask up. And, yes. you know, we just have to really make sure we're taking care of home because, you know, the reality right. is we, we do have a very, very mixed uh, demographic That's true. Mm -hmm. that support Hush. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because you have a lot of older folks. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, seasoned, not older. I got you. <laughs> ah, hey, they told me it's seasoned, like not that. older. I right. Like that. Right, right. More okay. seasoned. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have some very well seasoned. Uh, <laughs> 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 and you've got some, That's right. You got some younger ones, right? There you right. go. There you go. So it's all about having a good time, and you know, a lot of people are a little uh, upset or, or down about not being able to dance, and mm -hmm. but you know what? It's okay. At some point, we'll get there. Right, yeah, we'll know. get there. The thing is that we want to make sure that everybody can get there. You know, Absolutely. that when it's time that you know we haven't lost anybody else. Yeah, right. And, yeah. I, and I can tell you from the restaurant, man. You know, you mentioned Pima County Health Department. And Pima County Health Department has certain rules and regulations in order for you to operate. Absolutely. And, and when people come into my restaurant, you know, some people want to come in without a mask and I offer them a mask. And then I tell them that, you know, I don't really care about the politics. Right. All I care about is the Pima County Health Department says I need to operate in this manner in That's order right. for me to be open. Mm -hmm. So I want to be open. So. Anybody in here has to follow the rules. And the other thing is anybody can make a phone call and say, those guys aren't doing or following the rules. All right. Yeah. And then, then, then you're in trouble and you get shut down. So we are going to follow the rules. And I'm sure knowing Shannon, Robert Shannon, <laughs> I know folks will be following the rules. That's right. And, that set by the Pima County Health Department. And hush. That's right. And, you know, we have to, we have to, uh, you know, program ourselves to understand that, you know, the health department is just like us. These people go to work every day, just mm -hmm. like we do. They don't go to work to say who they want to shut down today or who they want to, uh, right. you know, find. But, you know, that's that's an oath they made to follow the rules and enforce mm -hmm. the rules and the laws. And, you know, unfortunately, we just have to follow them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Right. Keeps right. us safe. That's great. That's right. So, yeah. uh, you know, so you got a new spot. Give us some of the highlights of the new spot. What's so great about the new spot? Well, the new spot, like I said, is, is twice the size of the last one. You know, we've, yeah. got, we, we've got a kitchen, so, you know. Uh, Ooh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm already feeling it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, about it. yeah. you know, uh, I, I don't know if we can we can give uh, Mr. Ken a run for his money over there. But <laughs> hey, but I'm darn sure going to try. Right? Right, there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, you know me, man. I, it's not a competition. That's right. I want I want to see everybody do well, just like you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, the one thing I respect about you, and I tell everybody, is you've always said there's enough money for everybody in this town. It is. And I respect there's that. plenty of that's money right. for everybody. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's some of the highlights. You know, we've got a kitchen, and you know, we're bigger. We've got an actual dance floor. Yeah. We we have a, a venue to actually host live entertainment. Oh, uh, right now. Yeah. Yeah. And now, now that's we, really cool. That's important. That's yeah, real yeah, important. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a thousand square foot patio. Right. So, that's ooh. a good thing, especially yeah. especially with this all going on. Absolutely. You got outdoor space, so My man, yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys are cooking with gas over there, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited about it, man. I'm telling you that that was like the, the biggest feature. You know, we saw the building. I thought, oh man, right. patio. Right. I mean, because we fought and struggled to get one of the last location, and it just wasn't happening for us. Right, so, right, mm -hmm. right. But we that was one of the things we wanted to make sure that we had at the new spot, and and, and we have it. Yeah, man. You know, sometimes things just 
you know, the things that you want, they come to you, but it just was never the way you expected it to come. But here we, you are. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, hey, God works in mysterious ways, man. Absolutely. To, right, right, right. Yeah. So, you know, we, we just, you, you know, again, it's all about community for us. So that's what we're excited about. We can, yeah. we can actually, you know, do what we want to do with our community. Now we have the space to do it. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, it's home for everybody. That's what we want to feel like. I, Biggest thing in putting Hush together, I wanted people to feel like you and your mama's living room. See, there, right. you right. there you go. There you go. You know. know. Yeah. 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 All right. That's cool. Man. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I, I really look forward to it and uh, look forward to you guys reopening. Absolutely. Well, right. we look forward to having y'all. Yeah. So uh, you you had mentioned food there. So uh, this is barbecue show. <laughs> so food show. All right. So uh-huh. we all, like we all ask all the guests. You know, it, we. You know, because food, especially in our community, is is important. Oh, yeah. And you, you know, you talk about your mom, you talk about family, and in the in, in the African American community, in the Black community, food is a thing that always brought folks together. So, so tell us about you know you coming up here in Tucson, Arizona, and food and your family. Give share some of that with sure. us. Sure. Well, you know, I don't know if you caught early on. When I opened up how we even came about. Hush was at the dinner table. You know, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you right. know, <laughs> it's it just it is what it is. You know, every uh-huh. Sunday at mom's house is, you know, dinner, and yeah. and, and and that's that's what it's been like for us for years. And mm-hmm. you know, I think about that uh, movie Soap. Would I tell them, oh, they don't stole my family story? <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Although it yeah. wasn't at Big Mama's house, right, it was my right, Mama's right, house. Right, you know? right, but, yeah, yeah. but that's that's the way it's been for years, and you know, just. Uh, I tell everybody I can remember running down the street of Sugar Hill and mm-hmm. having all the aunties live on Linden Street and Waverly. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, we would go from house to house and just eat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We would eat and, you know, and, and, and it was fun because, man, we had some good, good, good food. Mm-hmm. You know. So it sounds like your mom, your aunts, and and you haven't mentioned your grandmother or anything yeah. like that. They, they all could just like burn. Oh, my grandmother was good. I mean, she'd mm-hmm. make these cakes, and I just remember being a kid Ooh-wee. watching her, you know, just dump stuff mm-hmm. in the pot. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How you make that? Just a little bit of this, a little bit of What does that mean, you know? And, you know, we would have get-togethers, and, and man, I just tell you, when I think about it, it just makes me smile. And, mm-hmm. you know, being a kid, reminiscing, and, you know, having those family barbecues, you know. But you always had that one family member, you're like, who made that? <laughs> oh, who made that? Don't eat that. I, 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 I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. You know, that's what, hey, that's what we all are like, yeah, yeah. Did so and so make that? <laughs> don't make the potato salad. No, don't play with the potato, potato salad. salad. Yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, girl, so and so made that. Don't. Uh, <laughs> you don't want none of that. <laughs> don't eat that. <laughs> Baby, I put my foot in it. Uh, we you bet. Done. We, we don't it. want it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I mean that's the great thing, man. And then I talk about the restaurant, and that's the kind of atmosphere that we want, where people can come and fellowship. Yes. Because yes. that's how I grew up. That's how you grew up. And a lot that's of people right. in our community grew up around food, and it always brought people together. Mm-hmm. It always does, you know. And and you know, a lot of us shy away from a topic, but you know, we have family members that live life. Right. Yeah, and you know when you have your worldly ways, whether it's drugs, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you always come home for that plate of food, you and al- it keeps you there. You, you got know, a point there. you always welcome. I mean, always. you know, you know, somebody was, you know, got caught up on crack, got right, caught up in that, right. but but you know when they came around, That's right. everybody just welcomed. Them. They mm-hmm. put up their purses, <laughs> right. <laughs> Girl, purse. Up. Here comes so-and-so. <laughs> Baby, you hungry? Get something to eat. Take your plate. You looking skinny. Yep, yep. Right. But they still welcome. Absolutely. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. But I mean, that's that's the beauty, man. I like you you had the great food, mm-hmm. but you always remember the times mm-hmm. together, the relationships, who was there. And you just, just, just the people that were there in the family. You know, and coming into this holiday season and sitting there thinking, like, man, you know, my son said to me, Dad, I want, I want my son to have the Christmas that I had. Right. Yeah. So you know, I'm sitting there thinking, oh man, it's COVID. 
All right, the baby's three years old now. He knows the difference. Right. So you know, you 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 go extra hard to make sure that everything is perfect. Right. Yeah. That you know, family gets to to just sit back and enjoy good food, That's good right. food, good conversation. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Right. That's yeah. beautiful, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's well, I, you know, I'm. Man, it's it's wonderful for you to sit here and share your, yeah. your family mm-hmm. and, and hush. You know, Absolutely. I, I think you guys have, that you're doing, I mean, a fantastic thing. Thank you. By one, you, you're putting this together mm-hmm. in a community now. We lost so much stuff. Absolutely. And the way it sounds like hush is coming back together. Man, it's going to be great. Well, I appreciate it. And, you know, and I appreciate your support just in general. I mean, it's it's not often when you see business owners reach out and say, hey, look, what you need from me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's tough. Yeah. And, and, you know, you know how it is in this community. I hear trying to keep this business going. It's, it's right. tough. But uh, we wanted to make sure that we have something in Tucson to call our own. So, you know, that's where we're committed to doing. All right. Yeah. All right, Shannon, thank you very much for, yeah, for taking for the time and, pleasure. and sharing your story with us. And uh, we wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank in, you. In all your ventures. All right. So tell us how folks get in touch with you. So how people can get in touch and keep track of, of when you guys are opening. So go ahead and share that with Absolutely. us in a new location. Best way to follow us right now is on Facebook at uh, Hush Tucson. Um we are re-overhauling the, the website. We want to make it match the new location. So that mm-hmm. should be live and ready to go here in the next week. But until then, follow us on Facebook. 800-7912 is the actual uh, number. Again, that's 800-7912. And if you want to hit us up on email, it's hushtucson at gmail.com. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You take care. And I wish you and your family a, a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday week. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Same to you and your family. And thanks for having us. All right. Take care. Right. Thank you for listening to today's show. Next week, we have an awesome guest. We have Kathleen Gooden. Kathleen is a naturopathic practitioner who just started her own functional nutrition practice. It's called Good and Healthy Nutrition. Kathleen will be sharing her expertise in functional nutrition and talking to us about good and healthy nutrition. So please tune in and check out the show. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Get Your Barbecue On with Ken Alexander. You can find us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also find us on Ken's HardwoodBBQ.com. Just click radio show. This is Ken Alexander. See you next time.